Finding God in All Things. Day 10. The One and Only Path. In the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10, verses 17 to 22, it is written, As Jesus was setting out on a journey, a man ran up and knelt before him and asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but God alone. You know the commandments. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. You shall not defraud. Honor your father and mother. He said to him, Teacher, I have kept all these since my youth. Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said, You like one thing. Go, sell what you own, and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. When he heard this, he was shocked and went away grieving, for he had many possessions. The encounter between this rich man and Jesus is recorded in three Gospels, showing the importance of this event. The Gospel of Matthew mentions that this man was a young man, so we often call this rich man the rich young man. From the detailed description in this passage from the Gospel of Mark, we know that Jesus had a good impression of this man, because this man not only recognized that Jesus was the one he should be looking for, but he also humbly knelt down and asked Jesus for advice. The question he raised also pleased and consoled Jesus, because he recognized that the ultimate goal in life is to inherit eternal life. And he was ready to listen to Jesus' guidance and determined to live it out. From his response to Jesus, we know that the rich young man expected Jesus' answer to be to a higher standard than the commandments he had been able to keep since his youth. Therefore, he was ready to accept the higher requirements of Jesus. This was a mature and rare display of faith that even impressed Jesus, who looked at him intently and loved him. Jesus admired the rich young man's willingness to transcend himself for the higher goal of life. So Jesus frankly pointed out to him that the one thing he still lacked was to sell everything he owned and give to the poor. Here. Not only did Jesus point out how the rich young man could inherit eternal life, but he also pointed out the only way for him. If there were another alternative, given Jesus' love for him, why wouldn't he have also directed him to that path? The rich young man ran to Jesus with joy, but as soon as he heard Jesus' answer, which came like a bolt from the blue, he went away grieving. 
His 180-degree turn not only made Jesus heartbroken, but also those of us who are meditating on the gospel feel sad and wonder why the story didn't have a more favorable outcome. No doubt, it's because Jesus' answer struck his weak point, because he had many possessions. From this, it can be seen that Jesus has high expectations for those who follow him, those who aspire to inherit eternal life. This is a fact that we as Christians cannot deny. The most challenging hurdle in this journey is the wealth we accumulated in the present world. The more we possess, the harder it is to give them up. How can we then follow God easily, freely, and decisively, let alone carry the cross? If we only listen and understand in our minds, but fail to act, Jesus can only watch us sadly as we walk away grieving with a sad face and ultimately missing out on eternal life. From this incident, we can be certain that there is no other way for us to inherit eternal life, no alternative path to the kingdom of heaven. Furthermore, from Jesus' decisive and unambiguous expressions, we can sense the urgency in responding to his invitation. The response that Jesus requires is a resolute one, not a hesitant, lukewarm, or delayed reply. From this encounter between Jesus and the rich young man, the Lord's intention could not be clearer. Whether we admit it or not, we are all this rich young man. Jesus also loves us and invites us to humbly run to him for guidance for our own salvation and to inherit eternal life. Have you ever felt hesitant to ask Jesus for advice because you didn't want to give up the things you love and possess? Have you ever tried to avoid facing Jesus' request or delayed responding to his invitation? Imagine that Jesus is looking at you, loving you, and asking you the same thing as he did to the rich young man. 
how would you respond to him? Silence. Please look squarely at Jesus before you, and courageously invite him to present his personal demands and calling for you. Lord Jesus, during today's meditation, I saw the image of the rich young man in myself, which shocked and saddened me. I have never been so closely connected to the rich young man to experience his excitement and expectations, but at the same time, understand his inner struggles and disappointment. What really pains me is experiencing your gaze, your eyes full of hope, and ultimately disappointment. Lord, did you know your demands are indeed high? How can I muster the courage and ability to respond to you? In fact, I lack the courage to ask for your help in responding. Do you understand? I earnestly implore you now to let me remember your disappointed and saddened expression as a reminder for me not to stray away from you and to respond positively to you as soon as possible. Lord, help me. I pray.